All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Locked On NFL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your daily one-stop shop for all of the biggest stories around the National Football League. And to wrap up today's show, we're joined by the one, the only, the Bay Area legend, John Lund of the John Lund Unleashed uh, Bay Area Sports Talk Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And you can follow John on Twitter at John Lund, L-U-N-D, Radio John. Um, it's the owners meeting. There's always a lot of interesting stuff. Today, we got John Lynch talking about how Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse when it comes to the quarterback battle in San Francisco. You cover the San Francisco 49ers very closely, have for a while. Is this just general manager speak to rile up the competition or is there a real thread here to pull? No, I, I think it's it's pretty well known that Brock Purdy. Now, the, the, here's the big caveat. It's mm-hmm. It's not surprising you would say something like that. It's if healthy. So he's got a big brace on his arm. I don't know if you've seen a big a picture of him, but you can't throw with that brace on your arm. So as, what you've essentially got right here is, all right, he's going to be able to throw in about 12 weeks is what John Lynch said today in Phoenix. That's around early June. Well, now you've got three more months of throwing to get yourself. You haven't thrown at all. You've been in a brace. We all know how that works. You got off season OTAs, all these different things. Well, Okay, so now we're talking into September. I mean, he he had the surgery on March March 10th, did Brock Purdy. Six months from that point is September 10th or the first Sunday of the NFL season. So you're <laughs> going to tell me that John Lynch just told us that Brock Purdy is going to start, but he's not going to throw really meaningful passes. He's not going to do what all the quarterbacks do, take him to some beach or go to Phoenix or San Diego or Miami or whatever, throw with mm. these guys. It's just it, it's an interesting situation, but here's where Trey Lance has an opportunity. And I don't know if you can – you guys tell me – can you win a job if you were just in OTAs and throwing with guys, but you didn't play in a game? Because Trey Lance hasn't looked good in games. He tried to take control of the team, but the problem with Trey Lance is it's a team in a Super Bowl window who doesn't have a quarterback in a Super Bowl window. Brock Purdy's the closest they have. I don't really want to hear anything about Sam Darnold. That's where I think he was coach speaking that thing up, <laughs> talking about Sam Darnold. We've seen Sam Darnold. You're in the same division as Sam Darnold was. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sam Darnold did not start for the San Francisco 49ers. So this thing comes down to will Brock Purdy be ready? Not whether he's number one. If he's healthy, it's not even a competition. Not in my opinion, but John Lynch runs the show, Kyle Shanahan. But it's it's will Brock Purdy be healthy? That's the big question. Mm. Yeah, and you bring up you bring up a lot of interesting things. Trey Lance is someone that obviously kind of the impact on his career that this entire last year of football is gonna is gonna have. Towards the end of the regular season, into the playoffs, a lot of people were talking about whether or not Trey Lance would be available for trade this offseason because of everything that Brock Purdy had done. And then obviously the 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 playoff injury comes and now this whole thing is kind of thrown up in the air as kind of a we'll see what lands and what sticks and and all that. Do you think that so I mean it doesn't really sound like you do, but do you think Trey Lance has an opportunity because of this injury to resurrect his reputation, or do you think that he sticks with the 49ers more so as as an emergency? The glass may already be broken. We might as well inflate this thing that we've got and see if we can just stay afloat until Brock can come back. Well, it, it, the problem is is that they're in a Super Bowl window, so they're not in a situation yeah. like I mean, take any of these teams to the top of the draft. Carolina number one, they're just going to play the quarterback, right? Houston at number two, they're just going to play the quarterback. Indianapolis, maybe middle of the road, maybe they'd like somebody that's more ready to play. I don't know that they would take an Anthony Richardson, for example. But mm-hmm. it, it, the the problem with the 49ers is they thought. I know this for a fact. They thought they were going to win the Super Bowl last year. Going into Philadelphia, they thought they were going to win that game. They thought that was the closest, and I'm talking about Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and their tenure. That was the closest. That was the best team they had to win a Super Bowl. 
So then would it make sense to put Trey Lance into that situation? He's going into his third year, but he's completely unproven. Went to North Dakota State through 319 passes at a lower division school. They just can't trust him. And I've seen him in practice as well, and I know why. And a lot of people got mad that he was running as much as he was, which led to his injury. But that's what they trust him to do. Now Brock Purdy comes in, and I wouldn't automatically give him the keys to the kingdom because he started and he's won a lot of those games, but it's eight games nonetheless. In the playoff game, Dallas gave him trouble. He wanted to leak out left. He still doesn't step up in the pocket. There's things he doesn't do well, and he's not going to get an entire offseason. I mean, I would ask you guys, would you make a guy the unquestioned starter if he was what? What's Brock Purdy, the 20th best quarterback in the league? 22? I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, here it's like, yeah, Brock Purdy, but it's like, well, he's kind of a, to me, maybe a younger Jimmy. I don't, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's even that. But back to your question on Trey Lance. John Lynch did say in Phoenix today something interesting. He was asked directly, would you trade Trey Lance? And he said, well, we listen to everything, but then we like Trey to be on the team. But maybe that's what they think. They like Sam Darnold. I'm not saying they don't. I don't believe in Sam Darnold because I've seen him play just like you guys have. But Kyle Kyle Shanahan has liked him a lot since 2018. They didn't draft him because they already had Jimmy Garoppolo. But would they trade Trey Lance? I think they might. But then you're talking about what, 25 cents on the dollar? Yeah, you're not going to get a lot of value there for sure. You know, because you've watched this so closely over the course of those eight games, there's a lot of folks that have sort of looked at Brock Purdy and maybe docked him some points because of the Kyle Shanahan system, because of the weapons that are there on the offense in San Francisco. But you kind of just highlighted a little bit of Trey Lance's inability to be able to produce as a passer in that same offense. So does Brock Purdy deserve to kind of have the grade curved a little bit or because of the 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 system and the Shanahan system? Or is he there executing the way that they want him to execute? No, they they really like Brock Purdy. And the reason they do is the exact opposite of what Trey Lance is. So Trey Lance mm. to this point, maybe around here everybody thinks, oh maybe he can be Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts put in a lot of time. Jalen Hurts went to Alabama, then Oklahoma. This guy was at North Dakota State, didn't throw it a lot. So I don't think that's an apt comparison, but they do want him to be that, which is the running and the throwing. But the problem with Lance is he doesn't see it fast enough yet. Now Brock Purdy's the complete opposite. He doesn't have the physical gifts that Trey Lance has, but he sees it. He gets it to the right people. And for Kyle Shanahan, that's massive. Like you said, he's kind of a wizard. And mm-hmm. now he adds Christian McCaffrey, and he's got George Kittle and Ayuk and Debo, and he's got all these guys. And really in this offense, as, you, as you're kind of alluding to, get it to the right guy at the right time. Don't make mistakes. The ball's got to come out. These guys will do the work for you, man. You just got to move it around. And that's what Kyle likes about him. That's what Trey Lance doesn't do. So for yeah. all the physical gifts that we fall in love with, and we're going to it the draft again with Anthony Richardson and <laughs> yeah. all, all these guys, like, oh, Brock Purdy was so good. Go get Anthony Richardson. It's like, <laughs> it's, right? So the gifts that Trey has, but he doesn't have what, what Purdy does, which is he gets it to the right guy at the right time, which is why the 49ers like him. So, yeah, as you said, I don't know if I would dock him. It's just that that's what Kyle wants, and that's what Trey Lance can't give him. And to get to that point, Trey Lance would have to play for a year because you're not going to yeah. sit there and learn. Who learned? Like, I, okay, I've watched it. I got to play. And that's the conundrum that they find themselves in because at some point, Trey Lance has got to play. But if you're a Super Bowl contender, they did that last year and they gave him an opportunity. He got one and a half games in and got hurt. So he hasn't had the opportunity, but I don't know how he gets it. Yeah, uh, certainly a lot of questions. You have one quarterback that seems to have at least maybe enough tools to get you where you're trying to go, but we don't know if he's going to be able to play again. Trey Lance 
has kind of proven that he doesn't necessarily have all the tools and he's the only guy you really have to play Sam Darnold. I think we're all on the same page. I'm not sure what Kyle yeah. Shanahan, uh, you know, his page might be different. But <laughs> the question now is, so so we've got the first part of the offseason done. The first wave of free agency right. is done. The NFL draft is the next big event. So if you're in the Super Bowl window and you're looking at this team from from a, from an organizational standpoint and you look at that situation and say the guy we want may not be available, the guy we don't really want is the only guy available, how do you proceed into the into April and then even to the end of April and keep this team in the Super Bowl window and try to capitalize on that opportunity? Well, I mean from a from a quarterback standpoint, I think they hold their breath on on uh, Purdy and the injury, and then it, Sam Darnold is basically an insurance policy. I don't love it, but that's the insurance policy. So that's the biggest position. They went out and they got Javon Hargrave, and I'll give you guys a little bit of a story on that, on mm -hmm. Javon Hargrave. And I, I just had him on my show a couple of days ago, but first thing he mentioned was California taxes, and they do suck. But, it, <laughs> but, but the, the, the number one thing that they had to do was because John Lynch had just, you guys were just, we were just talking about uh, GM speak. That's how we started talking here. Mm -hmm. Well, John Lynch came out right after the season and he said, we said, are you going to have any big expenditures? Are you going to be a, you know, these, this isn't a first day free agency team with a funny money, right? Right. They went to Jed York, their owner, and they said, look, to get back to 2019, when we went to the Super Bowl with that dominant defensive line, we've got to get a guy. We got to get a big horse up front. And they told him Javon Hargrave's our guy. Now let's back this up for a second. They traded DeForest Buckner to the Colts after 2019 because they couldn't afford he and Eric Armstead both. They were both up for contracts. They chose to take Armstead, they keep Armstead, sign him, and trade Buckner with that pick they got from the Colts, which was 13. They traded with the Bucks. It ended up being 14. They took Javon Kinlaw. He's been a complete and utter bust. Yeah. He's got bad knees. So what did they have to do? They had to go out and they gave Hargrave a four-year, $84 million contract. The exact to the dime contract they wouldn't give Buckner. So sometimes as an organization, you know, everybody's like, oh, the 49ers are great. And I'm not saying they're not. But what I'm saying is you make a mistake in the good organizations. Javon Kinlaw has played two years now. The good organizations say we screwed up. They went to the owner and said, can you literally, and people forget this, do you have the money to give this guy? Because you got to put yep. it in escrow. So you got you to put the money in. Some teams don't have the literally the cash to, to pay these guys. So they went to Jed York, the owner, and said, we need the cash. It's like going to mom, right? Can we have some money? <laughs> well, they did. And he had the cash. He said, yep, we're all in. And that's what I'm talking about, about a Super Bowl contender. But they lost a ton of depth. So they get Hargrave, and that's great. They lost a bunch of D-line depth. They lost Emmanuel Mosley coming up from the injury. They lost Jimmy Ward. They lost Aziz Alshire. Mm -hmm. They lost Ma Mike McGlinchey. They lost Daniel Brunskill, which is an underrated uh, offensive line piece. And you guys know this. You can play all over the offensive yeah. line. They lost a lot of guys. So as you look at the NFC, you say, okay, Philly lost guys. Nobody really is concentrating on much as, as much on the 49ers because they got Hargrave. That's great. But I can't sit here today and tell you guys that they're a better team than they were last year going into the NFC Championship game because the 40, it, it, it teams it guys get hurt. And yeah. right now, they don't have enough depth. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like injuries are uh, a mystery or a stranger to the right. San Francisco 49ers, of course. You can get this and much more from John Lund every day over at John Lund Unleash. All of your Bay Area sports talk in one place. Not only the 49ers, but you've got, what, the Athletics, the Giants, you've got the Golden Everything. State Warriors. Getting it all done over at John Lund Unleash, which you can subscribe or follow for free today on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. John, we appreciate you so much for coming through, man. Can't wait to see how the San Francisco 49ers fare in 2023. Thanks, guys. Thanks, appreciate John. you.
All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Locked On NFL here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And for making us your first listen today and every day, 